Welcome to I Remember, a podcast about the power of reminiscing to increase your self-esteem and sense of meaning in life. I'm Eileen Fine. Through conversations with guests from the worlds of art, nature, science, and culture, I take you on a journey of these kinds of mindful moments that are unique to each of us, but experienced by all of us that have changed the course of our lives. All designed to give you a feel-good feeling and help you be mindful of your own moments of self-resilience and connection. That opportunity starts now. This is I Remember. Today, I'm taking us back to a time in my life in the early 2000s when I was still working uh, at a PR agency. And I can admit to having the addiction of work. Um, I think we all can fall victim to different types of addiction um, as a way to lose ourselves and quiet that voice in our heads that plays on a loop nonstop, most of the time not very nice, um, telling us all the things that we can't be and we can't do, really to protect us. Um, I've come to learn that, that you know our mind is not the enemy, it is there to protect us. But what all that noise does is it drowns out, um, those thoughts drowned out the highest thought that's within us, which is our instinct, our true self the voice that um, is asking the right questions to the answers that live inside of us. And in the early 2000s, I had moved to California from New York. I was living in a beautiful place and working with really amazing people, um, but I had lost myself. I had thrown myself into just one part of my life, which was work. Um, And I was really close to being completely burned out. Um, and it was at that time, and we talk about this a lot in what we do with breath work, is about connection, that I made a connection with my very good friend, Mark Heft, um, who started at the company around the same time as I did. And um, he was in HR. And Mark is a world traveler and one of the most amazing, jovial, just open-hearted people I've ever met. Um, and we connected instantly as just amazing friends. And he was telling me, and this was, I guess, in July or August, that he was going to be the next place he was going to was Africa, that he was going on safari to Kenya and to Tanzania. And something inside of me just had the kind of audacity, I guess, at this point, looking back to say, can I go with you? And he looked at me and I looked at him and he went, okay. (laughs) We had known each other for just a really short period of time. Um, But I knew that that was what I needed. I needed something that was a complete break from the control that I had built for myself. And I think that travel can do that for you. Um, I mean, I I have learned that through, which is why it's such a loss that we lost Anthony Bourdain about what travel does for you and helping you to connect with other cultures and see outside of the small box that you create for yourself um, through the experience of, of obviously food, but also of culture and nature and just the different rhythm that other places have than what we have here. 
um, and in the small little bubbles that we create for each other. Um, and so I embarked on my first real traveler experience. I had traveled within Europe and the United States, but there's a big difference between traveling and being a traveler. Um, so this was my first experience in going into an environment that um, moved at a whole different measure of time. Time on the African continent, you know, in the many countries there, is completely different than it is here. It means something different. Um, the pace is different. What's important is different. Um, and the word that I would use is just bigger. The sky in Kenya and Tanzania, which is where I was, is just will take your breath away. How enormous it is and um, the peace that lies within that, the strength that lies within just the sky. And then you look down, right? And you see people, beautiful people that, um, you know, some are, are living well, the majority are not, uh, the majority living in poverty that we don't understand and yet have a connection to each other and to community to the land, um, to life, that is truly remarkable. Um, then you move to nature and the rhythm of the animals that live there, their relationships to each other and to the land. And the landscape is just something that really you have to be inside of it to understand it. You can see it, and I highly recommend watching any documentaries about all of the different countries within Africa because it's so diverse and it's such an incredible uh, continent. But to be there and to feel the energy that comes from the earth itself is remarkable. Um, and I have so many funny and life-changing experiences from that trip. We went uh, between the Christmas and New Year's break, um, and there was a bit of a rain season. And if you have ever been to Kenya, you know that roads are not the same as the roads here. So we had a couple of incidents of rolling over in ditches and being stuck in mud and um, things that I was not used to at all. Um, roadside, you know, potty stops, which are somewhat shocking to somebody that's used to indoor plumbing their whole lives, um, and uh, having to be really careful about what water you're drinking and, you know, uh, getting a bit of a stomach bug just once, but I was pretty lucky. Um, but beyond that, like, those were just small little things that just made me feel stronger, I want to say. What I want to share with you would be my moments of true connection. Um, my moment of love, I would really have to say, um, and I have posted a picture of this to um, to the this podcast cover, would have to be seeing a pride of lions up close. Um, and uh, so these are females with cubs. The male lions, if you've ever seen them, all they do is sleep show up at the end, finish the kill, and copulate. 
That's all they really do. It's the females that take care of everything. And um, seeing the playfulness and really seeing how cubs just crawl all over them. And just like now being a mother myself, so similar to being a parent and having patience and setting lines and boundaries and protecting. And when some females had to go off to hunt, the others would stay with the cubs. That whole beautiful dynamic was just an amazing reflection of love that I felt so connected with. Um, for joy, one of the most amazing moments in my life would be Mark and I were standing up in a Jeep driving through um, one of the national parks that's right inside of Nairobi Park. Um, and we had our headphones on listening to the Out of Africa soundtrack, which is completely goofy, but you had to do it. And we were playing this song and all of a sudden, a whole herd of gazelles came flying past us all around the Jeep. And the two of us looked at each other and thought, oh my God, this is like a slice of just being inside of a movie, of having this soundtrack of this movie, which I am deeply in love with, um, but living it and being inside of the energy and just the movement of these beautiful creatures as they lived in their environment. That is just incredible joy uh, that, that I still can connect with. And we were laughing so hard with each other. And part of what breathwork is about is actually, from a physiological standpoint, is tapping into that vagus nerve that lives inside of your diaphragm, and it gives you an incredible sense of peace. Well, belly laughs, which we don't do enough of as adults, also do the same thing. You're using your diaphragm and you're tapping into that vagus nerve and that feeling that you get from a really good belly laugh where you're almost crying is just such a feeling of elation that, um, that that's what I think of when I think of joy. And then finally, from a moment of peace, um, I remember we were at the Nagorogoro Crater and looking down on it, there was a full arc rainbow that was across it. And inside of the crater, you know, you, you think about when you don't know the way that animals in nature actually live, like that there would be zebras that would just be over here, and then there would be rhinos, and they all have their own different territory. But that's not the way it is. Every animal was kind of interdispersed with each other, all living amongst each other. And then seeing these two cheetah brothers, which was an incredible thing, um, because she does usually, um, live, you know, individually, but there were these two cheetah brothers that, um, our guide was able to track and find, and we saw them, um, hunt down a zebra and bring it down, which you think would sound a bit horrifying, but it was just nature and play and all of the animals kind of being a bit nervous around it. But then once it was over, just going back to their normal routine because they knew that there was a balance in nature and that these cheetah had gotten their meal of what they needed for the day and what they would eat and leave behind other animals would feed on. And they didn't need to have anything more than that. There was no further risk to them because they had already gotten what they had needed. And for me, even though it sounds crazy, there was peace within that because I thought that's really what we should learn from. Like you should only take what it is that you need and know that that's enough 
and that you aren't, it's not a zero end game, that you don't have to continually take from other people or have more to be more, that all you need to do is take what you need um, to survive for yourself and to care for yourself and then leave that for others, you know, within kind of that circle of life, be able to support um, other life that lived within the circle and the hyenas and the vultures and the other small animals that came to feed off of um, that zebra. Uh, so that's my experience. And oh my gosh, so many other funny stories from from that time that made me feel like, you know what, I am a strong person that can throw myself into the unknown that can be a part of um, a people and a culture and a land that I knew nothing about. And yet to this day, I carry a piece of that in my heart with me. And I feel like it um, helped me out of that time in my life to have the courage to take the next step, which was caring for myself and um, starting to kind of learn from actually nature itself about the importance of care and slowing down time and only taking what you need and not needing to have everything all the time at that time, but to realize that time moves at a different pace if you just sit back and rest kind of in the hand of peace. So that's my story of my journey to to Africa, to Kenya and Tanzania. And if you ever have the opportunity, I highly recommend it. Um, I would also recommend that you check out the David Sheldrick Wildlife Trust. We visited them while we were there, and they're an incredible um, conservation um, organization that rescues orphan elephants. Um, you can, they now have this wonderful coffee table book, which I think as you're starting to think about the holidays coming up, is an incredible uh, gift to give people. You can go to www.elephantorphans.com slash about DSWT. That's www.elephantsorphans.com and find out about the book. Um, and all of the proceeds from the book are donated back to the foundation to help care for these baby elephants, which because of poaching or accidents that happen are left orphaned. And the people that care for these elephants live with them 24 hours a day, feeding them, caring for them, and then help acclimate them back into um, elephant herds, which Elephants, I talked about lions, but oh my goodness, the maternal nature of the elephants and just the strength of those female elephants is truly amazing. And I think um, a wonderful example at this time for women uh, in the world at this time to be able to follow how they support each other. Um, they not only care for their own young, but for the young of others and other females that are in um, herds that are around them and just the nobility of them and the strength and the grace that they possess. I highly recommend that you check out their videos and their website and this beautiful book um, during what I know is kind of a challenging time, at least for me, um, as being a woman in finding strength, much like I did with this trip, um, in nature and in the reflection and in the beauty and the strength of what animals and nature could teach us. 
Eileen Fine, and you have been listening to I Remember, a podcast about the power of reminiscing and mindful moments of connection. To learn more about the power of reminiscing and mindfulness to help you live your best life, visit us at thetinybalcony.com.